What's up, guys? Back by popular demand. Well, <laughs> more like back by our own will, and by that I mean me forcing Isabella back into the podcast world. It's Kinsley and Isabella. We took a year hiatus because, as you probably remember, we barely had our lives together, and to be honest, we still don't have our lives together, so it's only fitting that we share our shit show with the two or three fans that we had from the beginning. With the pandemic, the boy problems, and the shattering mental health that we both experienced, there's a lot to catch up on. Join us as we dive right back in where we left off. This is Wrong Answers Only. Hi, Belly. <laughs> are, you, Hi. are you excited to be back? Um, I am. I Let's was a little uh, apprehensive about starting this again. I, I just get so are. nervous that I'm going to self-incriminate myself for some reason. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to talk. A lot has changed in a year, and I feel like I have a lot to instill in people. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, guys, literally, it's been me kind of begging and badgering begging. Isabella each day. If we're, like, in person or if we're not in person, I would, like, text her. I'm like, so do you want to do the podcast tonight? Do you want to do the podcast tonight? Last night we were supposed to do it, but then I don't know. Oh, shit hit the fan for you, <laughs> Nothing crazy. Just. It was just the story of our lives, honestly. Um, talk about bad mental health on all forefronts of yeah. all of our friendships and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's been a year. It's actually been a year and 10 days. Our last episode came out February 10th of 2020. And, you know, that was like probably a couple weeks before things st- started to get bad in our country. Yeah. Especially, I go to school, I'm going to be something in healthcare, and uh, we got kicked out of school, like, the 17th of March, I believe. I was going to say, did you guys get kicked out before us, or? Uh, after. After, so, yeah. We were actually very nervous. Things were getting bad. Yes, I re- okay, I They were running that. out of masks at the hospital, they yeah. ran out of toilet paper, because people were stealing them, because of the whole stupid shortage. And stuff like that. And we were actually getting scared. We were like, we're not going to be protected. We don't know what to do. Um, so we talked to our program director. He told us, you know what? You're an employee just like everybody else. We were like, um, not really. We don't get paid. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, the director of all the education in that hospital that I go to basically sent us home. And then from there, it was how many months? So February, March, April, May, June, July about four and a half months sitting doing nothing in my apartment yeah eating well and not just Copious that amount in a college town where typically it's like crazy wild fun nobody was here no one was here because it was horrible i mean i go basically to the same school just not the medical part of mm-hmm. it i go to the like actual university campus. i'm on I'm, campus i'm at the hospital yeah so i mean i was gone and ev- i mean everyone was everybody gone. was gone and there was were- literally me and my roommate in yeah. this little apartment it was hard nothing was open bars weren't open Restaurants, weren't, Restaurants open. weren't open. I did take out. I ate a hoagie, like a 16-inch hoagie every day. I gained so much weight. Yeah. I did not fit in my clothes. Talk about COVID-15, COVID-50, 20, it I don't was, know, something like that. It was bad. It was hard. I was really, really sad. I wasn't meeting new people. I didn't have a lot of friends. My mom, you know, had cancer, so I didn't want to go around her and risk hurting her. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the reality for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's really took a toll on my mental health, for sure. Absolutely. I kind of had a different 
approach to it because I tend to see my mental health decline when I'm at school. I'm sure. very family oriented. So I think the pandemic itself, like you mean the ponder replay, the, the ponder, the, the ponder replay, the panini, the, the ponderosa, <laughs> the ponderosa. No, but just going home, I went home in March and I mean, don't get me wrong. Me and my family wanted to like come at each other's necks 24 seven, but it was still my mental health was still intact by going home just because I was with my mom. I had a support system. I mean, there were some other things going on, but overall, my mental health didn't start getting bad until like July when we came back from yeah. Nashville. So mine was kind of the opposite, which I think is funny. So me and my roommate, I mean, we were here alone. There was nobody here. Um, you know, we did have some good times. I just want to talk about like the bad first before I get to the good. Absolutely. For the first couple months when it was still cold out. Mm-hmm. I was taking like three walks a day. Yeah. Me and my roommate would do night walks and we would walk around and find all of our favorite houses and just like things that would make us feel like we weren't losing our minds. We were always having these in-depth talks and you know, at a certain point, the talk started to stop. Yeah. My roommate wasn't doing well. I wasn't doing well. Us both mentally unstable in such a small apartment. Mm-hmm. It was a really, yeah, really hard. what is this, like 900 square feet? I don't even know. I don't know. But, you know, once the weather started getting better, I went to the beach with my best friend from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bars opened up for like a week. I went. Yeah. I got banned. <laughs> Fuckers, let me back in. <laughs> the hell? I got banned. West End versus Isabella Sauer. Oh I'm still not God. in. We need to find you a good public defender. It's fine. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so we had like a good couple weeks. You came down for so long. I know. I was supposed to come and visit for what? Like two days. And I ended up, I think, saying four. Yeah. It was like each day I would wake up and I would be like, mm, I don't want to go was, home today. You know, at that point it was nice. It was it was warm. It was probably It was because we did walks. Yeah, we did walks. We laid out in my gravel driveway. I got so and burned. <laughs> we played baseball with yes. like some people in town like that was nice that was a good i started going to the beach then we booked the nashville trip and then it was time to go back to real life yeah. so the first few months again when the weather wasn't good i wasn't good yeah and once i can start seeing people again mm-hmm. it was it was great but that just comes to show you how much like you really do rely on people and how important it is to take care of yourself absolutely and really know how to pull yourself out of a dark place yeah no i'm 100% like well I don't like to work out. I hate physical, like, working yeah, out. Right. And everyone I always... I yeah, I don't know. I mean, everyone always says, like, physical health is, like, the most important. And to be honest, I wrote this, like, in my journal. Like, I think mental health is ten times more important well, they go than physical health. I mean, they do. But I just think that if you are in a bad place mentally, it, like, there's no... There's really no purpose. Yeah. And I think... Having that sound mindset is what, like, gives you a purpose. And, I mean, I'm no mental health professional, and obviously I have my own issues. No, but we, you are very helpful. I try to be because I have gone through some stuff. I have done therapy. Like, I've definitely learned, like, huge advocate for therapy. Mm-hmm. You can, if you have the means to do it, I think everyone should honestly see a therapist. Absolutely. I mean, whether you have minor issues or major issues, they're all relevant, and they're all, they're all valid in their own way. But... Yeah, the pandemic, I'm sure for everyone, totally just messed up a whole lot of people in a lot of different ways, for there sure. Was definitely some dark times. Mm-hmm. There were some really fun times, too. It was nice having a little break from reality, yeah. and I don't know. You got to experience Nashville I for the did. first time. Oh, my lordy. Let's talk about Nashville Let's quick. Let's talk before about we... Nashville. So, Nashville, 
I have never been to Nashville. And I was there once before without Isabella. Yes. So I was very excited. I I love to party. It's no lie. I love <laughs> I love to relax and lay low. And mm-hmm. that's typically what I've been doing lately just because I don't think it's fun where we go to school anymore. Yeah. But I, uh, I went crazy. I stepped off the plane and Cowboy Belle came out and she didn't return for a couple of days. Should we talk about why I think originally Cowboy Belle came out? Sure. Okay, so fun fact, this is me, um, very loosey-goosey, very not responsible. And so we flew from my hometown, basically, to Nashville. Mm -hmm. We get there, we get our bags, we go to the Uber. Our Uber takes us (laughs) to my apartment, to to our apartment, or our place where we were staying, our Airbnb. Airbnb, Yeah, it was an apartment. And we were, like, getting ready. We were, like, well, we can't get into the room until 3, so let's just go downtown. Let's get a drink. Like, let's show Belle what Nashville's all about. Well, we're about halfway there, and I'm looking for my wallet, which has not only my credit card, debit card, but also my ID. I wish that the people could see how how worked up I'm getting thinking about this and you telling the story again. Guys, if you know anything about Nashville, you can get in during the day into like any bar pretty much. Um, It's more family oriented during the day. But at night, if you want to go out, (coughs) they ID everyone. When I went for my 21st birthday, they ID'd my dad. He was 52 years old. Like he, my dad was so annoyed by it. They ID pretty much everyone. So the fact that you lost your ID after we stepped off the plane and we're sitting there waiting for our Uber Mm -hmm. was a, was a big deal. It was a huge deal. I mean, it could have ruined our whole trip. My mom, I like call my mom. I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm so pissed off. Oh, that's another thing. We couldn't get into the hotel without your ID or anything. So we're sitting outside of our Airbnb on our luggage, on Mm -hmm. our suitcase, like when the fuck? We're trying to call the Uber. Yep. He's not answering. We're call- Isabella's calling the airport for me because she like oh steps God. into freaking mom mode. Oh, yeah. I called like, the airport. Like, I called Boston Found. I called security. I called everybody. I put everybody on watch. Ooh. I finally got in touch with the Uber. I know. Finally. I told him to pull over on the side of the road. Check that I car. Check the car. Check I the damn check Ultima right now. Like, we gotta find this because if we don't, the trip to Nashville would have been ruined. Would have literally been ruined. It would have been ruined. ridiculous. And I, yeah, a waste I of money. And honestly, I don't know if you would have talked to me for a very long time no, after I probably that. Wouldn't have. We would have been in a huge fight. Um, long story short, we ended up, we were like, let's just go back to the airport. Another $40 Uber. Yeah, talk about expensive freaking Ubers. We get in the Uber. The man is so nice. So kind. A genuine southern kind man. Absolutely. And he was like, he literally was like praying. He was like, I just hope that you, like, hope that you find this. This is not... Well, lo and behold, we pull into the airport, into the parking garage where we initially got my... Uber, oh our Uber. And I remember seeing your wallet on the ground. Guys, it was like a little card holder, like so small. It was baby pink, so you could barely see it. It was on the concrete. It. it was on the concrete. The guy doesn't even stop the car, and we're running and cheering and yeah. crying. I freaking open the door. I run and grab it, and everything's there. My ID, my uh, credit cards, my social security card that I know you're not supposed to be traveling with that, but there's that. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. to that. Um... But yeah, so then once we got all that stuff, we got back to the apartment. We were like, you know what? Screw it. Let's go downtown. I took yeah. her to my favorite bar. Wait, Shout wait, out, we Rippies. We had to lock up. This is important. Where we locked our luggage. 
Oh. It was in a parking garage, and, like, it looked like a dog kennel. Like, if you went to the it pound. It to the pound, yes. It was, like, little individual, like, cubicles with just, like, fencing to close it. Yeah. So we locked up our stuff there. Yeah. And then we headed downtown. Yes. Yes. And I wanted to take her to my favorite bar. It's called Rippies. Rippies. Um, so we got there. We met the sweet. Oh. Talk about nice freaking people. Yes. I met a guy and I loved him. So you guys bonded over We traveling. did. And he still talks to me. Yes. It's it was a girlfriend in, though. It, 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 it's blur. 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 <laughs> no, but, um, so then I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm getting a beer. She got what? A, like a vodka crayon. And I, I was got, like, like four vodka crayons and like three tequila shots. I was literally like, we need tequila shots right now. Well, then we ended up, I don't even, did we go to Tootsie's after that? We did some shopping, then we went to another bar. We met up with this girl. It was her birthday. She was a bartender at the Shout bar. Shout out to From, where was she from? Layla's? Uh, yeah. no, no, no. She was from the bar beside Tootsie's. I don't think she worked at Layla's. Uh, wherever she worked, shout out her. Tara, if for some weird reason you're listening to this, shout out you, Let girl. Let me tell you something. Once I met Tara, it was over. She was screwing some drummer in a band that was playing at the bar. And he was so old. He she was, was so like, old. She was like 30. She was old. He was... She was not cute, but cute. In a, I don't know. Whatever. I was pounding drinks, pounding drinks, pounding drinks. It was her birthday, so I'm pounding drinks with her. Which exactly. Saying, we're the only people in the bar besides like two middle-aged men. Yeah. I start like square dancing. I'm oh like dancing gosh, in the bar yes. by myself. Tara's like trying to protect me. Oh my God. It was just horrible. The last thing I remember is being out on the street and picking up a cigarette off the ground. Guys, she picked up a random cigarette. It was still lit for some reason. Yeah. She didn't know whose it was. Remember, this is- We're in a Pandarosa. We're in a goddamn Pandarosa. We're in the pandemic. And we're in a panda. And Isabella- Panda Express. (laughs) Is picking up cigarettes off of the Nashville- concrete god lover broadway cigarette something's coming back to me after that okay let me tell you this and then kinsley will tell you the rest because it's all coming back to me now i'm having ptsd (laughs) flashback we're in a ptsd right now oh my god okay so after that we went to tootsies Mm -hmm. i met mac I love Shout out Mac. Mac. I Mac. think it's Mac underscore glaze on instagram go yeah i don't know what it is no it's mac greer is his name but i think it's like it's something Glaze. I know yeah, Glaze. Is I don't his, know. Anyway. Go follow him. His music's actually kind of dope, and he's not a bad singer. No, he was really, really nice. Yeah. He, like, definitely took right to me. I was a drunk slob. I mean, the people of Nashville are used to it. A people drunk skunk. Come. Yeah, I was, I was drunk as a skunk. But I remember being in the back of Tootsie's mm-hmm. in an alleyway with him thinking... Yes, I was literally... I looked at Tara, and I said, I think my I'm in an alleyway. just went off with, with a stranger with a mullet, a mustache, and a cowboy hat. And he's so southern. He's going off and off and off. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't, uh-uh. This I is like, I can't do this. And the last thing I remember is coming down the incline oh of, like, the back from the yeah, back door of Tiffy. I know exactly where you're talking. And I don't remember anything else after that. So, take it away. Yeah, take it away. Get, talk about that. Freaking, so, finally, I want to say. What? We got to, we got to Broadway downtown at like 1130. That's like the first video I remember taking in Rippies. Isabella was blacked out by 245, three o'clock maybe. And luckily we didn't have to take an Uber because you probably would have thrown up in the Uber. Probably. I don't know. I'm, again, I, black. freaking locked arms with her. I start walking down the road to our Airbnb First of all, I don't even know where the room is at. I My phone is almost dead. And you needed your phone to I get in. I needed my phone to get in. That was my key. 
I, it was just an absolute mess. I'm in and out. Isabella is so drunk. She's not even forming words. She's calling me her best friend's name from home. Like, so I'm like, Lexi, 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 let me have a minute. Like, guys, the words were not forming. And I am usually a very patient person. But at that point, because I was also, I was tipsy. I was not like drunk by any means. But I wanted to beat the living shit out of you. And I'm not a fighter. You know, which isn't fair. Because let me preface (laughs) this by saying... As soon as me and Kinsley first became friends, we instantly connected. And we instantly, honestly, just became best friends. It was just one of those things. And for the first year and a half, almost two years of our friendship, it was Kinsley always throwing up. Always. Kinsley always sticking toothbrushes down her throat, pulling the trick, and going to bed. 100%. Kinsley, a mess. Me taking fitted sheets off of frat boys' beds, wrapping them around her, shutting the door, and standing guard. It was always me. And I had one night. It was. One no, night. I know. It was just, I think, because I was so stressed out about finding the room. Was, I didn't want you to handle. get in trouble. Or oh, I would have been. Could you imagine drunk and disorderly in Nashville? Yeah, that would have been Like, bad. it just wouldn't have been good. I mean, Isabella is a professional. She a has a lot going in her life. Her life. Her life. Her life. <laughs> hey, it's real. There is just, like, that was just not possible. So, fast forward, we finally get in. And we get to the elevator because I'm not having her walk up the steps. I still don't know what's happening at this point. I don't remember. She vomits all over the elevator. A nice, yummy, red vodka cran vomit that had... Oh, no, we don't need to explain it. We don't need to explain anymore. It was so gross, guys. And finally, I'm holding on to it. Didn't you fall? No, you fell. And then you took me down with you. Mm, There it is. Oh, I was so pissed. Finally. Oh my gosh. It's, oh, it was, I'm having PTSD. Sorry. Bad freaking flashbacks. So gross. Again, fast forward. I swear to God, this was like a half hour later. Like it took that long to get you from the first floor to the second floor. Dude, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm a fucking wreck it Ralph. I get her into our room and I throw her in the bathtub, all of her clothes on. I don't remember that ta- I know you don't because your eyes were closed a majority of the time. <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, so I throw her in the bathtub, all of her clothes on, I take her shoes off, they're ruined and puke. Ruined, because they're, they're so cute. They were so cute. They Shout were out the, Walmart. Yeah, exactly. Um, I throw the water on, I'm washing the puke out of her hair. You're I'm a good stri- friend for that, and I really do appreciate it, thank and you. And the thing is, I hate puke so much, yeah. like, I hate Again, it. Again, I'm the one who's used to stuff like that. I know. So, long story short, I throw her in bed. I turn her on her side and I go sleep so it off on the couch. How long was I asleep? Five hours, right? Five hours. I think we got back at like 3.30 and I remember I woke up a couple times, but I officially woke up at like nine o'clock and I okay. came in to check on you and you were so like... this is where I resurrect. You were like, what happened? At nine o'clock, I wake up. My mouth is dry. My <laughs> hair is dreadlocked. I'm not to be dramatic. I'm looking around the room. I'm like, well, this ain't home. So I'm somewhere. I look around... Meanwhile, you're still absolutely I drunk. I can't. I'm still, yeah, I'm still drunk. I can't move my arm. I had tennis elbow. I don't remember playing a match. I don't remember hammering. It's from when Kinsley threw me in the bathtub. I literally thought I broke my elbow. I had a big bruise. She did, guys. She bruised like you would have thought that I did beat her I up. had black raccoon eyes <laughs> all the way down to probably mid-cheek. Yeah, absolutely. I, my face is peeling. I'm looking at my phone. I'm calling my mom. <laughs> Kinsey's trying to explain everything to me. My stomach. 
I was not normal. I was in normal no. for the next two days. No. I was, I wrecked myself. And I guys, sh- our trip was only three days. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> my bad. So I get in the shower. I'm trying to wash my hair. I, it was bad. Kinsley's showing me videos. I can't believe I got that bad. And you know what? I have never seen you like that. I've never that. been like that. In the two and a half I years. just think I was so excited because, unfortunately, you know, times were dark. Yeah, it was absolutely. So, I was so excited. I just came from, we called it Senior Week. Me and my best friend went to Ocean City from home. We went to Senior Week and we were having fun. We were drinking every day, going to the beach, hanging yeah. out with all these new friends. Again, safely. We yeah. were very safe. Very, absolutely. I know it sounds like we weren't safe, but like but I was very But this was also in the time period where, where like, the, the pandemic, they, it let up flattened. a little bit and we yeah, weren't we sure what was going so on. So I came right from the beach. I had probably two days at home. I just bought a new car for myself. I was so proud. It's a beautiful car, like pretty much brand new. It's a 2015. Mm-hmm. I go to your house. Um, your hairstylist fucks up my hair, so I'm a little angry. <laughs> We get on the plane. We're having a good time in the airport. We look cute. Yeah. We get there. And I'm just so excited because it was so shitty for so long. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I kind of fucked the trip. No, you didn't. But it was, well, you it was didn't. fun. It was fun. I mean, honestly, this is probably a good time to announce <laughs> that we're, we're moving to Nashville. <laughs> I don't know how it came to be, but we're well, doing it. So, basically... It was so much fun. We knew we ended up wanting to kind of move. And Nashville, if you guys have ever been, like, you know, it's a it's great up and place. Coming. It's lots of opportunity. Amazing. Lots and of opportunity. Just last week, I was accepted into graduate school for, um, to get my, thank you. Very big deal. Very, Very big, big deal. deal. I didn't think I was going to get in. And I had all these plans for after graduation um, to kind of like start working and, then I got the email, and I am going to get my master's in sports is, administration. And this is what's weird. So when Kinsley texted me, I was talking to one of the techs mm-hmm. at work, and I was just like, I've been going back and forth for a while. I was in pretty much, you know, after I started school again in August, I was just, again, in a bad headspace. A lot was changing. My future was up in the air. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to graduate late. I thought I was going to have to stay around here. I was very, very unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I look down at my watch as I'm talking to this tech and I'm like, listen, I have a feeling I'm going to have to stay here. I have a feeling I'm just, I'm not going to have the opportunity and I'm very travel anywhere. I'll go to Peru. I went to Peru for 10 days. Didn't owe anybody. Had the time of my life. Didn't have cell reception, Jamaica, all this shit. Mm -hmm. I love to travel. I love taking chances. So I was up to move, but I was looking at my friend, Zach, one of the co-workers, teachers, whatever. And I was like, listen, I'm not going anywhere. Like, this is it for me. And I'm very upset about it. Yeah. I look down at my watch. I get a text from Kinsley. I got in and I'm like, no freaking way. I'm ecstatic. And I have like an hour until I can answer you. Mm -hmm. So then we go to lunch and we're like, we're doing it. We're moving to Nashville. Nashville. We're doing it. I know. It was so crazy because for me, like I never even wanted to go to college. I just wanted to get my, um, my real estate license and super sick. Absolutely. I'll still probably do that at some point because I would love to get into real estate as like an investment thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I never thought that I would go to grad school and then finally like making decisions for myself where I know I'm going to be happy. So like this is just one step further. And I truly We talked about before you applied to grad school about moving to Nashville, but you are very like close and dependent on your family, which is fine. So I always thought, yeah, I'm committing to Kinsley. I'm committing to moving. It's just talk right now because... 
Yeah. At the end of the day, you love to go home. Home is your safe I do. Place. I love home. And I never thought it would happen. And the fact that we're actually doing it, and there's no going back. Like I'm, No, I put my I put my deposit in. I'm not wasting. It's only $150, but I'm not wasting $150. No, and I'm only applying to jobs in Nashville. Yeah. And I think it's... I think it's a sign. I think the universe is telling us something. Like, our lives are finally looking up. Yeah. Like, I have friends that have... I have a couple friends that have I been in Nashville. Have you have friends that live down there. Very supportive, too. Very kind, absolutely. supportive people. They were always... They're like, if you need anything, like, please let us know. And they all took chances to get down there, too. They like, did. my one friend, Logan, like, he moved down there. His housing kind of got, like, messed up. Mm-hmm. So, he lives in a hotel with only a couple hundred dollars to his name. He found a, a roommate, found a job, and he's thriving now. Thriving. He does... Yeah. He does very well for himself so coming august we will be officially nashville residents um crazy wild very excited definitely new chapter we need it i know we do i mean after this pandemonium Mm -hmm. and this panini press the the goddamn panini press it's really fucked with a lot of things in our lives and i i think the moral of the story is like right now life is great i've been doing much better but flashback Two months ago, I called Kinsley in the Wise parking lot. I was sobbing. I Melt I could not get the words out. I was just mentally not doing okay. And, you know, previously to that, I had asked my family for help. I, I asked. I told them I needed help. Nothing came of it. I'm a very self-sufficient person. I love my family, but they've always just... I've grown up fast, and mm-hmm. I've always done things myself. I asked for help. I wasn't able to get it the way that I needed. Nobody really helped me. So I was just like, whatever. It was just a bad day. Like, I'll get over it. It wasn't a bad day. This went on for probably two or three more months. You were not doing well. No. So I call Kinsley and I'm just crying my heart out, telling her everything that has ever went wrong in my life, everything that I carried with me for 22 years. Mm -hmm. And Kinsley was so encouraging. Go see a therapist. Therapy will help you. Just the best advice and so calm and collected and you just you were really what I needed and you oh, encouraged buddy. me to I know you encouraged me <laughs> to call my mom and I did and I told her very calmly because you know I love my mother we're very close I'd be nowhere without her mm-hmm. but we have trouble communicating you guys butt heads we do because we are very alike and but I also think you guys have very different forms of communication as well yeah we're just a mess which anyway, yeah, it's fine which I'm, I'm learning in therapy yeah, so exactly. I called my mom and I was sobbing like I couldn't I was shaking I looked horrible yeah it was just it was just bad and she sprung into action she called my dad who she hadn't talked to in months Mm because they're not together they have never really been together and they both really really helped me yeah I got a therapist I I've only had two sessions so far but now I have like a regular schedule I'll probably go like once a week yeah and it's been really really helping I'm, That's awesome to I, hear. I, uh-huh, and I've been working on my relationship with my family. I've been working on my relationship with friends. I've learned, you know, in two short sessions, catastrophic thinking, find your realities, oh, positives, how to talk I to people. I love that. Yeah, how to, you know, deal because I get so frustrated so mm-hmm. easily. I'm hard on myself. I'm hard on others. Anyway, again, the moral of the story. Story. Can't <laughs> ah! <laughs> my speech impediment, though. That's a different therapist. Is, is get help and absolutely never be ashamed of it. Lean on your friends. Lean on whoever you need to. Just don't be alone. There's no point. Therapy really helps. It really does. I haven't really done therapy. I didn't have to do therapy at all like during my college years. I did a lot of therapy when I was in high school because um, I think that was for sure. That was just a different change and different time period in my life so I mean but again moral of the story there's always different outlets and there's never 
you're, you're never alone, basically. I mean, there's always people that are going to be there to help you, and there's always tools and... Um, Speaking of people, I think I have something I want to talk about. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the boy that I met oh. this July. Oh, my. Now, it's been a year since we last talked, correct? So, yeah. you know, there's been a couple boys. They come and they go. I, you know, I'm not really interested in getting to know anybody at this point currently yeah but back in the summer i was for sure i just left the boat boy we oh. just decided after our Mr. third boat man after our third time trying that it was it, it just wasn't, wasn't gonna meant happen to be, no. yeah so it was like a month after that i got my hair done mm-hmm. finally after mm-hmm. months of not having done because of quarantine my hairdresser is like <laughs> let me set you up with this guy she and like, this is where it all went down <laughs> like he has a great personality and that he does he yes you know what but to make a long story short, it was like two months of turmoil, but fun, toxic turmoil. Talk about like a whirlwind. It was. I that liked was him. a very toxic was, relationship. Yes, but it wasn't like. But it horrible. wasn't dangerously toxic. No. I never felt like you were in danger. I never no. felt like it was just you guys. It was a young relationship. Yeah, and it wasn't even a relationship. It was just whatever it was. It was. Yeah. I was so attracted to him. I thought he was so different. And he doesn't know a single thing about me. We still talk here and there. Do you, did you guys, like, ever have any deep conversations? No! <laughs> and I slept there, like, every night for, like, a month. <laughs> but then, like, I would sleep there and I would go to the hospital the next day and we wouldn't, like, talk until, like, I went to his house next. It was just such a disaster. And he was a disaster and I was a disaster. And both mentally... Together, it was just... Oh, my just God, we were a disaster. It was, like... Butting. It was the blind leading the goddamn blind. <laughs> it was horrible but we did have a lot of fun and you know what i decided he was he liked somebody else and he couldn't shake her and i was just like what i don't the know f-? why but i was like what the fuck what the <laughs> no. you see this isabel pie right in front of you yeah, like you don't want a slice for, what anyway i ended it it was for the best we talked here and there for a while and i just couldn't shake him yeah why couldn't i shake him i don't know why mm-hmm. i knew it would never work out yeah i knew he was going to self-destruct and bring me down with him so I ended it. Then I deleted him. I remember that. I deleted him for a good month. I was going to say there was no contact no for contact. a very long time. Then I started to improve my mental health. And I thought, yeah. you know what? If I can be a positive outlet for him and just be a friend, so be it. I add him back on Snapchat. We start messaging again here and there. And that's that's been it. Yeah. But holy fuck. For the time that we were whatever we were, it was freaking crazy. Yeah, no. Crazy. I mean, I guess since the last time we talked here... You had a lot of boy changes, too. That I was- had basically about three. Well, two. We had the boy from know, home. I don't know. some freaking list for me, because there was a whole lot mm-hmm. of disasters that happened. We had the boy from home, who I officially am, like, have cut off, have not... Because? Why do you think you did that? Because we're moving. No, no, I cut self sabotage, <laughs> queen of self sabotage, baby. Um, no, I cut him off because he was never gonna grow up and never gonna like actually give me what I needed. So it was just not worth it. And then we had work boy who, well, in between there, if anyone remembers, um, the fetus. Oh. For a while, coming back to school, I, like, still, for some reason, again, like you said, just couldn't, like, why? I don't know. Is it such a, like, why can't we shake 
boys like that. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. Self-sabotage? I, like, I'm not entirely sure. I, just ridiculous. I don't know. Men are just trash. There, I said it. (laughs) Do you want to take it back? No, I'm not taking it back. I don't care. You heard it here first, folks. Oh my gosh. The only reason she's saying that is because she got her lips done today and she can't have any physical contact with any men. So she's just swearing all the men off. So, two weeks. But, oh, I love my filler. I was very nervous. Yeah. No, guys, this is another thing. Talk, Talk about filler. So, I feel like... Anything plastic or cosmetic that you want to get done to your body typically has a negative connotation. And I think that stems from people being envious or jealous. I think that when a girl gets her lips done or Botox or injections or boobs or anything, a rhinoplasty, people are like, oh my God, why would she do that? Do you want to hear my take on it? But really, I think it's just because they want to do it and they can't. Okay, so my take on it, and you know me, I'm not... um, What's the word that we can say without like being non-PC? I'm not very feministic, I guess. You know what I mean? Bitch is a conservative. Bitch is... Okay, there. I said it. I'm a conservative. Did you say it or did I? (laughs) You said it, but I'll, I'll admit to it. Whatever. It's fine. But I seriously think there's such a negative connotation with plastic surgery, with any type of physical enhancement to your body that you do that's not natural. I feel like it's negative because men say it's negative and I never say shit like that I was gonna say anything that a woman want not to get into politics because whatever but I think anything that a woman wants to do with her body is always looked down upon absolutely if guys I will agree I want to enhance their bodies I know they would if they can get the muscles that they wanted steroids hello people you do it I know you do it if they could enhance their penis size you know they would they would 100 their height you know they would but because it's women Anyway, I I yeah, really this isn't in, political. Sorry. I knew a couple girls who were getting it done, and I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was jealous. I was mm-hmm. like, "Damn, these fucking bitches are getting their faces injected." Mm-hmm. And then I look at them, and I would think they're so beautiful. Yeah, like truly beautiful. Why are they doing this? But then I I fully believe if you're not happy with yourself, there is no reason why you should be unhappy in your body. Absolutely, you can change it's your it. body if you have the money and you have the resources. Girl, you change it. Mm-hmm. I never had lips. People have made fun of me my whole life yeah. for not having lips. And it's it's a, it's lips. Exactly. People would walk past me in middle school and call me the rat and make like this <gasps> little face because I had like no lips. And sometimes when I would smile, I guess I thought I looked like a rat. Oh, I had boys just always commenting. God. This one boy told me, what's coming out them lips you don't have? <laughs> and you know... It's funny now. And look at me now, and, bitch. Yeah, look at me now. Freaking, oh, you little dumb ginger. <laughs> look at me now. And I'm happy I got to do it. If it made me insecure, I looked at myself as soon as she was done injecting me and I cried. She did. She was so emotional about the whole situation. And I was like, I was very, very, very happy for you. So I think the moral of the story that I guess that'll be my advice for the week is, yeah. you know, do what you want with your body. Keep yourself safe. Do it within reason. But, you know, do what you want. Make yourself freaking happy in any aspect of your life, whether it's cosmetically, mentally, physically. Do what you want. Make yourself really, really happy because life is short. Take chances. I'm getting so philosophical. I started reading books again. Oh my so. gosh, she is such a bookworm right now. Yeah, she I'm went to a- Barnes and Noble and bought a hundred dollars worth of books. I'm expanding my mind. Okay, this so. bitch is supposed to be having a Nashville saving fund, and she's buying a hundred dollars. You know, worth of books. You're not wrong. And I haven't saving money. 
And she has been. I, I need to get on that book. I also think reading really expands your mind in different ways. Like I'm not reading history books. I'm no. reading fiction. Yeah, I'm reading fiction, love, love stories. Story. Yeah, coming of age. I guess you can call it. And it's just it's making me happy. And my therapist, my therapist recommended it. Shout out. So you know, I guess that's. That's my advice of the week. Be That's happy. Do what you really want. Really good advice. Get filler. Don't get filler. Buy a forty dollar YSL lipstick because oh. you can. You That's me. that. Bell out. Your turn. <laughs> ball out. Bell out. Ball out, baby. <laughs> No, guys, I, that's like a hard act to follow. Yeah, I was going to follow up with that one. Horrible. I don't really know what I want to say to that. I mean, I guess. I mean. I mean. Um, I don't know. I guess my advice. I always leave people speechless. I know. You really do. I'm like sitting here like wide-eyed and just. Bushy tail. In all. <laughs> honestly, ew. I did not like that coming out of right No, I guess my advice is going to be because I think what I've been doing a lot lately is, I guess you said about taking chances, but I think. Really, it's really important to sometimes take a chance. Exactly. Go I, outside of your comfort zone. I have always been very family oriented. I've mm-hmm. lived in a bubble my entire life. And that's I've, okay. It is. I've been very like protected. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I, my parents have made me work for my stuff and I don't get things handed to, excuse me, handed to me, but I definitely have lived like a life where I haven't had to struggle and I, my parents have always been there to back me up. And I think this whole moving to Nashville is going to really help to make me grow. And I there's no backing out. There's no backing out. I mean, I think my advice would be take the chances and do new things and build on your weaknesses yeah essentially if you don't yeah take a chance and you don't exit your comfort zone for even a day a month you're you're not gonna learn that much about yourself it's important to learn we're like 22 exactly we're not who we're meant to be yet no not at all that was another thing today (laughs) we're talking about for girls that want to like get married to have babies to find love we're like, ill. we could not. We're like, we're 27 we're tw- one day. We're, we're, that's a child bride. Like, that's not. That's not cool. We need to definitely experience. And just because we're that type of woman. And if yeah. you're a young woman and you want a family and you want a husband and that's what you want for yourself right now, then you do it, boo. But you might regret it in the. Yes. Just know that boo. you're not who you are right now. You're not who you're going to be in five years. Dude, I'm not the same person I was five months ago. I have 14 personalities. I'm sure I'll add more to the to the bunch in a couple months. And we haven't met the most important people of our lives yet. Well, I've met you. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, thank God we're recording that. We're evident. I love you. Shit, I can't take it back now. No, but seriously, we no, haven't met, like, really close friends yet. Like, yeah. we have great friends now. Absolutely. But we're going to meet more. And we're, we may meet our future husbands or... Wild. Oh, God. That grosses me out. I don't think I really want a husband. Yeah, not yet. Not, not yet at all. Anyway, thank you for listening. We had so much fun recording this. Sorry it was a little... It was very serious, but it's been a year. Yeah, it's been and a year. It's, we've learned new things. We're, we're growing up. Trying to kind of... I know. Ugh. That is so gross to think about. I thank you for listening. Again, this was Wrong Answers Only, and we will see you again soon. Bye, Love guys. you.